King and Yates, they bridging the gap From the US to Dubai, put pins on the map Ball is life and that's a fact And a ball is life, about that exact King and Yates, they bridging the gap From the US to Dubai, put pins on the map There's a time to score and a time to assist Ain't no YN team, let the winning commence From generation to generation, game don't stop The new and old school got the game on lock It's all legendary, it's all necessary We all been all stars before February And after that, King and Gates, after racks But really trying to get some wins, not just padding stats Two basketball lovers through happenstance Built a bond that led to greatness that advanced BTG Nation. What's up? What's up? What's up? Man? We are here. I got a special episode going for you guys. You know, um, as you can see, if you are on the YouTube with us today watching, um, we have the beautiful Jamila Al Hasti. Oh wow. Yes, this is my wife. <laughs> this is my wife. Full name. You guys are getting the goods here. Um, so we wanted to before we get into the tags and all that, this is a special one because I wanted to make sure we started the year off 2023 with episode 10. I, just, I just needed episode 10 to start off the year just so I know that we're on track. That's just mm-hmm. personal thing so we can be on track so this can be another full season. So with that being said, OG, Triple OG, Jupac, JK, he's globe trotting right now. I don't know what part of the world he's in. And that's by design. <laughs> My dog needed a break. He needed a break to come back so we can kill it for the second half of the uh, of the year, the fiscal year. So I have my wife here. Um, and yes, for our normal listeners, BTG Nation, we are still going to get into a little bit of sports stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to probably do some sports education. <laughs> it's a little bit different here. But as you guys know, we're live from Dubai. Um, Coach King and I are entity Hoop Mountain DXB Hoop Mountain Dubai You guys know where to find us Hoop Mountain that AE You know check in lock in um, Bridging the gap BTG Nation Alright um, This is one where I wish I had the OG here um, But we talked over text And oftentimes. We don't have time to sit back and look at how far we've come. But recently, you know, we had a little break. So I was looking at our uh, our listeners, our listener geolocation. And, you know, as expected, majority of our listeners are from the U.S. and the UAE. Um, thank you guys for that. But what I didn't know um, and what surprised me was the list of international listeners that we have. So... I'm going to go down the list, and I want to thank all of you from these different countries that tune in to the podcast because um, we don't know how far this will go, but we clearly are doing something right. So all of the VTG Nation in Portugal, Australia, Dominica, no, not the DR, but Dominica, go do your Googles on that, mm-hmm. Iceland, Singapore, Germany, the UK, Finland, France, and India, uh, also Saudi Arabia. So shout out to you guys and thank you for listening. So let's give you guys some love. Got yes, sir. So, Jamila, Habib T. Yes, Habib. Habib T. What are you doing here? 
<laughs> look, look, this is not an interview. This is I'm not an interview. Shy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know, we know. So let's uh man, let's let's get into it a little bit. You you have me doing these vlogs and all these other things. Barely. Yeah, yeah. But tell us um what's going on in your life. Tell us people that are new here, you know, people that don't know the situation. Cause I talked about us getting married and things a little bit but give us a little quick breakdown you know background about me just a little uh, what we doing here what you doing here how we um well for those that don't know yet i'm emirati yeah oh wow that's a that's a personality trick uh-huh so, you know <laughs> you know what drake said um right, 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 right. i'm half emirati half filipino mm-hmm and other than the fact that other than the fact that i'm pregnant what's going on yeah you're pregnant. You're married to me. Mm -hmm. baby well, coming. I'm an air traffic controller. Yes. Now, uh, air traffic controller in America for us. I know. It's the guy <laughs> outside. Boom, boom. Yeah. With, the, with that. So you directing yeah. the traffic at the airport? I'm in the tower. I'm or, not the guy in the runway yeah. with the flags. I work in the tower. I'm in Air Force. Mm. That's what I do. I've okay. been an air traffic controller for almost eight years now Dang. so that's fun and she's she young though y'all she's still in her 20s so. i'm 28 do you supposed to tell him that oh. <laughs> you're supposed to let him guess now you're stuck you know your grandma it's fine because i look young anyway grandma never ain't teach you that a lady never tells her age before. oh i don't i don't mind because i look young so 28 is kind of shocking to people who told you you look young so people kind of think like i'm 21 yeah. sometimes i'm 16 yeah depends on the day yeah that's because y'all don't have that uh genetically modified food over here yeah yeah y'all just y'all just grow natural and i'm half asian what's that mean asia's big there's a lot in asia you, you barely even know that's what i'm saying like that. that's what i'm saying <laughs> asia is big southeast so. asian yeah yeah Ooh. what's that noise y'all be making yeah <laughs> So, but but let's get into this though. Um, yeah. But you grew up in the UAE. You grew up in LA. I grew um, up in Abu Dhabi. It's like a suburb of Abu Dhabi. Yes, um, it's like the countryside of Abu Dhabi. It's just a really, really, really small city. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Now, this is this is where we come and talk about um, what's relevant to our listeners uh -huh. before we get into some life talk let me get but sports yeah sports right but but mainly because everybody knows that what we do um at hoop mountain is about giving back um and giving an experience to the youth here yeah. through sports because we think there's a lack thereof right yeah. um you know i have different interactions with different people about things but but i heard it from you like directly what was it like coming up you know your PE classes your extracurricular activities like okay. were they even there what was school like um this is talking about sports is going to be really short because <laughs> <laughs> literally there was nothing happening in the Narayan well based off of my experience in my school there was nothing really happening sports wise not even like for the women but also for the men Football wise, basketball wise, we had basketball. We had a basketball court, but nobody really uses it. Our PE class is just like us doing whatever we want. Right. So there was really, I wasn't involved in any type of sport mm. growing up. What about your dad, though? My dad, my dad used to be a handball player that you always make fun of. <laughs> I mean, you know, I thought handball was like a, a camp game. 
No, he used right. to be he used to be in um in a group called uh is it a group? Oh, I thought it was a club. I'm about to say he he sang now? No, he I don't know what's it called in English. It's a club. It's he a club, yeah. Club it's team. called the Ayanawi Club in the Nayan. Um he used to play with them when he was a teenager. Mm-hmm. That's the only sports background you got. Yeah, from him. <laughs> right, right. You gotta see what we see what I'm working with here. Yeah. We see what I'm working with here. Mm-hmm. Right. So this episode is a little bit of sports education. Yeah. All right. And so we've done this before, but um, now, you know, you've married into basketball now. Mm-hmm. And this is like literally because it's part of the job and um, how things are going to go as far as I'm devoting my time. And Coach King and I were devoting our time. And so now when you because the people you always on the outside looking in they talk about basketball wives footballer wives and all of those different type thing yeah what that stuff right so like from from just looking at this stuff now and seeing how um the future is going to look what do you think um how do you think you're going to adjust or what are you looking forward to being around sports more Mm, i think just understanding the sport even more <laughs> what sport the basketball yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and you have filipino so you yeah. gotta you gotta have a little bit i know. get it i mean i get it a little bit now because you drag me everywhere with you i haven't dragged you everywhere yet you've not only had yet. to come out one time all of that and that's not yet yeah not yet well good thing i work so that's why i'm always busy as well so you can't drag me everywhere but i'm excited for our kids honestly i want them to experience things that I haven't experienced. Yeah. So all that sports and having friends and having coaches mm. and get to travel because of sport and learning and stuff. So that's pretty exciting for me. Well, not on my behalf, but like for my kids. And yeah. Is, are you prepared for the, uh, um, how can I say the gauntlet I'm going to put them through? Um, they go play sports. But you got to be good at this sport. So that means you're going to have to sacrifice. I mean, you're going to have to sacrifice some kid time. And you, I'm going to be dragging you. You might have to work out. Then They might have to work out before school and then go to school and then work out again after school. I mean, it is what it is. Okay, y'all hear this? It is yeah. what it is. We are, we are if it's devoted. for their own, you know, be good being. Well-being. Well-being. Yeah. <laughs> if it's for their well-being, then yeah, why not? You know, it's not like it's torture or something bad. It's for their own good. Are you prepared especially, for... Especially, especially if they want to play, you know? Yeah. They have to put in that effort. Yeah, I'm just letting it be known. I'm making me and King. Me and King already talked about this, yeah. so you just have to be ready. Six at six, yeah. he or she is locked yeah. in. Yeah, and then so, but you got to have some tips on on what it's like to be a sports mom. I need to have some tips. Yeah, okay. it's it's being a sports mom is is not it's not the real deal. Hello, hello, man. Speak to Linda Hurt. <laughs> Speaking. Hey, mom. <laughs> How you doing? What's up? What's up? So I'm recording today, but without King. Um, instead, I have your daughter-in-law on the phone. Hi, mom. Hey, how you doing? I'm yeah. good. How are you? Yeah. What? Good. What you? Did I catch you sleeping or something? Well, you sound like all. Uh, what's going on? Shut up. Okay, there we go. She back in action. There it is. So look, mom, we we starting the podcast off just talking a little bit about um preparing to be a sports mom, right? It's a little bit there's some sports etiquette 
that got to happen from the crowd, right? Like there's some do's and don'ts. And, you know, before before the baby gets here, before we jump out, because, you know, the scene in Dubai is a little bit different. And so, you know, we can't, uh, the sports mom, she's still going to get looked at. She can't be out there making us look bad, right? So you got to give her, you got you got to give it a breakdown on, on how to keep her cool and, and prepare herself for the, for the drives and the games. Well, pretty much, um, stay focused on the game, not not the people. You know, because they, they're gonna get on your nerves. They <laughs> say stuff, and, you know. But I just tune them out. Unless unless they're real reckless, then then I have to say something. But other than that, I just tune them out and focus on the game. Yeah. yeah. What, what what about um what about them bleachers though? Because you know sometimes we'll be at the gym for about three four hours. That's bleachers. Yeah, yeah. you gonna need a a seat cushion, <laughs> a pillow, and some comfortable shoes. Cause you gonna be there all day. And snacks. Yeah, definitely snacks. Mm-hmm. You gotta eat. Now, plenty of water. Yeah, but now that team mom though, right? You don't just bring snacks for you. Yeah. You bring snacks okay. for the oh, whole yeah. crew. That's not true. Yeah. Yeah, you got to, you know, share with all of them, even though you might not like some of them. <laughs> <laughs> she got, Mom, you're kind of exposing yourself. <laughs> she's telling the truth all the time. Don't worry. But, but you, you still bring bring the snacks for all of them, you know. Yeah. Some kids, you know, they're going to get on your nerves. And some of them, the parents going to get on your nerves. So you just ignore them. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Ma, this is this the main thing right here, right? Because you've been, you've been in those stands when people ain't know what they were talking about when it came to basketball, right? Now tell her what's the, what's the top five things she gotta know about basketball. Like, what does she gotta know what a foul is? Does she gotta know what three. Like, well, what's the five things she gotta know so she don't look crazy when she's talking out there? Yeah, she gotta know what a travel is. Okay. Yeah, I know. Gotta know, you know, when the referee's making bad calls. Jack, yeah. pretty much you gotta study the game. You know, watch film. You pretty much gotta be like a player. You gotta watch film. You know, when calls are bad calls or no calls or fouls, charging and all that. But pretty much, listen to your husband. <laughs> he might show you for fear for like, what, what, don't be out there yelling stuff that you don't know. Yeah, yeah of course. So we're going we're gonna to take her to some games, huh? Like, yeah, or yelling at the referees when he made the right call. You yelling. Yeah. You suck and all that. You can't do that. Yeah. So we're gonna have to take her to some games, Ma. Yeah, you gonna you gonna get thrown out. Yeah, we're gonna take you. We gonna, don't like yeah, we're gonna take huh? her to some games in America. Yeah, okay. But we gonna we gonna start yeah. at we gonna start at the AAU though. Your college? No, 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 no. Something different. We gonna no, start. We gonna start AAU, and you, so you can see the young bucks, and then we are gonna take you up and let you see see how it, see how it gets down. Okay. See if you can take the pressure. Yeah, we all good. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure she will, you know, because I just I used to tune people out. Yeah, uh, they didn't know who Ryan's, they didn't know who Ryan's mother was. Because I went to the game, I ain't socialized. I watched the game. I may talk to you afterwards, but I was there to watch the game. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't socialize you know anyways, and I'm I'm a calm person unless you know my my kid gets disrespected then that's different yeah so she don't know what calm is yet until she see her son or daughter out there playing in sports all that look different <laughs> mom's mom's didn't, yeah she she didn't start off calm 
I had to tell her to stop talking at the games. Yeah, you she used to be the loudest was one. Was yelling your number? Yeah, she was going crazy. Yeah, yeah I, used to, I used to yell his number. I was like, 35, shoot the ball. Yeah, they'd be like, who is this lady? So they used to feel pass a lot. He'd be wide open. He'll pass the ball. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. You you watching football, ain't you? Yeah, I'm watching Maryland and NC State. Uh, all right, well, let me let you go ahead and rock out. You know what I'm saying? And and but, I'll check in but with she, you. She'll, she, look, she'll be fine. Well, you, got a lot you, of, you got a lot of confidence in this lady over here. She's yeah, not wrong. She's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you. We got you. <laughs> well, look, go ahead and enjoy your stuff. I'm about to uh, tease her a little bit and, and, and see what's going on. This episode is going to be a fun one. All right, Ma? Okay. All right, Ma. All right. Th- thank you. Love you. Bye, Mom. Love you, too. Bye. Let's hang this up. All right. Basketball. You ready? You know what a travel is? What's that mean? It means that he's holding the ball, not bouncing the ball. But how many steps? Three. Good job. There we go. There we go. Thank All right. You. Thank you. All right. Here go a quiz right here. <laughs> oh All right. So if somebody mm-hmm. shoots mm-hmm. from behind the three-point line mm-hmm. and they get fouled, mm-hmm. do they go to the free throw line and shoot two shots or three? Three. What if they make the three-point shot and they get fouled? I don't know what that is. Oh, so they shoot and make it and get fouled, and they go to the foul line. Do they get to shoot three shots, or since they caught made the basket, they don't get to shoot three shots? What do you think? I don't know. Oh, shit. All right, it's called an and one. Whenever somebody And one. So whenever somebody scores a basket and they get fouled, they get another free throw, just one. Fouled? That means somebody hits you while you're shooting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, see, you see what we working with, guys. Mm-hmm. Let's hear. Let's Long hear. way to go, man. But 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 we're on the podcast, all right. And, you know, we didn't really have much sport that we could talk about today, guys. So if you guys tuned in to hear any basketball takes, it might be time to to pivot to the left a little bit. But we're gonna have some action here, all right. And so we got a child coming. Yes. Beautiful. She's it's, crazy. It's a hell of a journey, all right. But let's talk about. Um, how how kind of we've been trying to prepare for it mentally. Oh. Yeah, like we've been getting a lot of good words and cheers and things. And I know you're on TikTok and stuff, but let's talk about that whirlwind of reaction for real. Yeah. Well, the way I'm preparing for it mentally is different than yours. That's for sure. Right now, I'm just preparing for the delivery because that's like one of the hardest part of being a mom. So the, the delivery, whatever happens... The pain, the after pain, having the baby, not sleeping. Fun fact. Breastfeeding, all that stuff. Fun fact. Well, When I was five and my brother was being born, yeah. I was in the delivery room. You're crazy for that. No, my mom wanted me in there. I was so five but, years old. But I lasted maybe two minutes. <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh, it's, it's bloody murder. Exactly. So I left and got some grape juice. But as what do they say? Uh, core memory. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never forget that shit. Yeah. And now you're going to have your own baby and ha- be in the delivery room. Yeah. And you got to stay the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, you know what's funny about that is my barber, you know, shout out to Prince. He said, we're talking today. Yeah. He's like, yeah, man, you got to be in there the whole time. It's going to be a painful experience for both yeah. of you. <laughs> uh, he said both of you? 
He said, What's he, painful for you? He said, you're going to see everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I just told you last night, try not to look. I'm going to be behind you. Try not to look. I'm going to be behind you. you That's know? the advice of most midwives, like not to look. Yeah, I ain't trying to look. Yeah, I'm not trying to look either. Yeah, but but talk about those other real things because um, bridging the gap doesn't just start in with music and entertainment and sports. Um, we also was talking about life, right? Like we young, you know, in a sense, and early marriage. Um, you know, the decision to get married anyway, um, coming from the Western perspective that i've had and then us meshing our our cultures and our beliefs and then now being parents in a place where some people not a place but a period when some people are afraid to have children yeah you know just because everything feels so it's like man the world is getting worse and worse at least that's what it feels like because of media yeah. but like outside of the worrying about the actual delivery what else were you you know thinking about concerned about i think well, I'm not worried about anything, to be honest. I know it's kind of hard for you to be Not that. now. <laughs> not now. But there are stages of stuff that we went through. Um, what do you mean? He's not worried now. But when we were talking, like, at from the time we found out that yeah. a baby was coming, there was a lot of emotions there. I mean, yeah, I freaked out in the beginning, for sure, because it was unexpected. Yeah. Know, like, because I had, like, health conditions and stuff. So I wasn't expecting I would get pregnant. But now that I've processed it... Honestly, I'm not scared of anything. I'm not scared of anything. I'm I'm just really, really excited to have a baby. And then whatever happens next, I just leave it to God. You know, I'm mm. not worried about anything. And if ever, like, if things are not in my control, then, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But like the body changing, I mean, that's normal. That expect That's expected, you know, with the depression, everything that we talked about. We already planned like how we're going to deal with everything if ever I do end up, you know, being depressed and stuff. But I'm just excited to have my own family. I don't think I have time for depression, honestly. I mean, that is that is a nice way to, to think of it, right? But, you know, well, life is life. And sometimes those feelings do pop up. Yeah, so we got to deal with them. It's, it's what you brought up, the body image. And we're in a period of time where... Um, young women and now young men too because i'm seeing you guys getting your bodies done it's disgusting you need to stop all right we we already going far getting our hair transplant wigs and and you know the ball spots turning into full-on waves in two days but the body image thing is important um and what's the what what would you say because I, I think as a man the best way to support your wife or if you're not married, the woman who's having your, your child is to understand that it took nine months for that baby to be developed into that body, right? And so once it drops out, it's not going to take two weeks for it to snap back. Bad. You know what I'm saying? Bad. So like being patient, um, encouraging, soft, nurturing, um, and understanding through that space is important. But what's, there's some things that you guys got to remind yourself of too, right? Like what? <laughs> what? Like <laughs> I not... thought you were still talking. Go talk. Um, honestly, you've been supportive, which is really nice. Yeah, you know, in all aspects. But for me, when I accepted the fact that I'm, I am pregnant, that that also came with everything that comes after it, which is the body image and everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you said, you just had a whole human 
being. You don't expect to look like, you know, you have your body back like you were when you were 18. Like, that's unrealistic. Right. And for me, it's important not to, like I always talk about it, not to, like, compare yourself to other women because every woman is different. Mm -hmm. And also you know nowadays because of social media i always say try to follow women that help you and encourage you with your postpartum body instead of following women that are showing off because it's like a fine line between women that are trying to help and advising you and women that are showing off like look at me i have a flat stomach after a week like you're funny you, you what's funny is you told me a story about how Somebody um, that one of your your vloggers, you know, YouTube vlogging is crazy for women. Like I had no idea. That's it's like HBO Max over there. Like mm. it gets wild. You told me I one of the young ladies that you were yeah. following. You you were just sure she was just you know Pilates, and that's yeah. how she got it. Then you found out she got her tummy tucked. Yes, <laughs> I was so shocked because she looked really natural, natural. Mm -hmm. So I've been watching her for like years now and, you know, she's been doing Pilates and gym and stuff and eating well. I'm like, maybe I should do Pilates after I have a baby because it would help me like with my mm -hmm. stomach muscles as well. And then out of nowhere, she said she actually had a BBL. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me. <laughs> Man. What? Man, that stuff is scary, yo. Yeah. I got a question for you, though. Yeah. Right. It's just, it's just for entertainment purposes. Yeah. And so, um, my my Barbara, great conversation we had today. It's great. It's great, okay. right? And I, he was giving me a haircut. He was like, "Man, you know, you're going into the new year, new dad, man. You know, it's your first one." I was like, "Yeah, it's great, man. It's dope times. Welcome to the club." And so we just talking, and my man Prince said, "Yeah, I want eleven kids," and I thought he was just joking. So he was, he was. He was shaping up the under my beard, and so I thought I couldn't hear him carefully. So when he broke, I said, what? "I said, how many you said you wanted?" He said, "I want eleven kids by four different women," <laughs> and he said, "I'm gonna marry only one of them." <laughs> Excuse me. Well, yeah, yeah. And so you know, how do you feel about increasing the tribe? Are you so? Are we talking about kids or wives? <laughs> Be specific. Yeah, yeah. For all my friends that's listening, you know, yes, I am Muslim, but the the multiple wives things does not apply to me. Okay, good. Okay, that's good. I'm glad you <laughs> it, made that clear. It does not apply to me, yeah. but yeah, yeah, expanding because he said that he said something funny to me, which was um, he said he wants to be a manager. A manager? Yeah, he just wants to, <laughs> like, like, what's that sport, bread eater? Yeah, y'all know bread eater still here. He he gives the bread. What's that sport you guys play where you kick the ball? Yeah, he said he want to be a manager of a team, like football. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, oh, he's crazy. It's what crazy. kind of dream is that? Yeah, I mean, he, that's he didn't say dream. a dream. He said he's going to do it. That's, that's he said funny. He's going to do it. Funny. That's the African blood, he said. I mean, before I got pregnant, I wanted six. Right. Like, I was sure I wanted six. And who was looking at you crazy like that? Everybody. Especially me. You. I yeah. said, six what? Yeah. But then I got pregnant, and I was like, oh, this is not fun. This is not easy. Um, Maybe we'll stop at two. Max yeah. three. Yeah. You know? Gotta have a sibling. Yeah. Gotta have a sibling. That's it. That's it. Two yeah. or three. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. That's, you know, that's important. What about you? I mean, I don't, I don't have control. I mean, I don't have, it's not my, you know what I'm saying? It's, the control is with you, actually. Yeah, we'll get there. We that's think about it. Just, just kids listening. Um, yeah. And so, you know, whatever God has in store for us, because like I said, we weren't expecting one. 
Mm-hmm. So um, definitely now that we have one sibling, mm-hmm. but you know what that means. We need some more money around here. Mm, sure. <laughs> so all of you guys is listening, please subscribe, like, comment, and share. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on TikTok Make and Instagram. Make sure you support Ryan. Yeah, they support us. Uh, but speaking of that, right, um, the one thing that I was and immediately I got nervous about when we found out that we were pregnant mm-hmm. was um, the plans that I have. Yeah. The preparations I've we made. We just talked about it. Yeah, we had literally just talked about yeah. everything, right? I was like, look, you know, um, for BTG, I got this, this, and plan. We had made a huge investment on equipment, yeah. right? And we had plans about some things. For Who Mountain Dubai, we had some plans. Mm-hmm. And then I was working on a personal, additional personal project yeah. on the side as well. So I was like, let's just knock those out. And we hear this a lot, but a lot of times parents think, or people think that once they have okay. their children, everything about what they want and need has to stop. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Has to stop. We've been talking, yeah. And, and we we established really good communication lines early. Mm-hmm. Like we went through a lot of, you know, static moments where there was some friction and we worked those things out. Yeah. So now going through this time, we only had like one little emotional blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, but... We've been adamant about it. with the baby. We still gonna do everything that we said we're gonna do for sure. Traveling, I don't, I don't see why not. Traveling, yeah. all of those things. Yeah. You know. Traveling, your podcast, everything you're planning, yeah. everything I'm planning, job wise, career wise. Yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah, know? yeah, because I feel like some, not every, you know, parents. I feel like when you have kids, you like stop or say postpone your dreams and stuff like that. Right. And then when your kids grow and have their own lives, you're kind of looking at your kids like I like you blame your kids somehow, like you resent them. Right. But that's then again, it's yeah. not their fault. That's your decision not to mm-hmm. pursue your dreams because you had a kid. But you can still, you know, do whatever you want. Like I see a lot of women that are that went back to college after having a baby or are still in university while pregnant. Mm-hmm. So nothing. I mean, if you want something to stop you, it will stop you. But honestly, nothing can. Yeah. And, you know, I work with children yeah. and we've been around children a lot. And I know they learn from action. Yeah. And so the last thing that we can do is stop whatever that we have going forward. Because mm-hmm. if we want to create a legacy, we want to instill certain values, the talking ain't going to do with so much. Because yeah. I can't keep telling you, yo, wake up, go do this and that. And he's looking at me and I'm doing the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. we got to show and tell and do those things. Um, one of the interesting things that I'm sure people are waiting to hear about is culturally. Mm-hmm. How are we how are we gonna raise our child culturally? Oh, culture, right? Like like even your dad said that before, right? Yeah, before we got married. Yeah, he just yeah said it he before. did mention it. Like, what about your kids when you guys get married? What about the culture? Yeah. So it's it's kind of weird hearing it because me being an Emirati, I don't really follow the Emirati culture, so I don't know what people expect me to to do when I have kids. But of but course, what 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 is that though? Like. What is considered that Emirati culture? Because that's what he asked too, right? He was con- considering, and I'm sure there are people on TikTok that are like, you know, that follow you. And she has like, I mentioned in TikTok guys because she got like 16,000 followers or something like that. So honestly, she'd be talking on that. Honestly, I don't know what it is. For me, it's kind of hard to explain because I didn't grow up in that culture. So I don't know exactly what it is. I, I didn't I didn't live it. So I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, the one thing that's that's different 
And when I look at you guys' stuff, is there are nannies everywhere. <laughs> that's the one thing that yeah. um, I don't know if that's a GCC thing or um, you know around here. But yeah. only time I ever heard of nannies, and that's like a, if you're in New York or if you're in D.C. and you're privileged and got some bread, and they got you a French natty or something for yeah. like that. But you know, nannies are something that's like part of the culture. Yes. Right. It is. Like. I don't know. That's different for me. I'm not I'm not trying to like bash anybody, but this is just like the truth is because um kids are spoiled here, you know. Uh, sickening. Like this new generation, my generation, like all very spoiled. So sometimes there are times when women get married or get pregnant, they really don't know how to take care of the household. So you do need a nanny to cook, clean, and take care of the baby. Mm. and all that stuff also when a woman is working sometimes that's not the case all the time okay i'm not saying like that's Mm. like the reason but sometimes a woman is working as well like in our situation i'm working you're working so you definitely need a nanny to look after your kids yeah that's just i'm just sitting here thinking like my mom definitely needed a nanny (laughs) but she made it work without it but you know, we did have to grow. I grew up a bit faster and everything else, which is something that I look for too. But the other things is, I guess, what people sometimes consider Emirati culture is actually just Islamic, World. Islamic culture. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. But I, I, I don't see. I'm not making my child wear chancletas, them open toed sandals. <laughs> you have to when they go to mosque no you don't because I don't wear them we don't have to you know I'm not making them do yeah, that yeah that's the thing like in Marasi culture I do want them to understand you know yeah. about the clothes the history the food and all that good stuff even my Filipino side I want them oh yes Filipino understand. side you Filipino too <laughs> yeah I want them to understand that and stuff and your side of course and then it's up to them to decide because I wasn't forced anything when I was a kid like oh you have to act like an Emirati, you have to act like a Filipino I wasn't taught like that I was just introduced to both cultures and then it was just kind of like up to me to adapt to both mm-hmm. and understand both. So I want that the same for my kids. I don't want that. I don't want to force them in anything, but they definitely have to speak Arabic, of course. Yes. Yes. And have yes. like characters that are a part of Islam and just being good people is yeah. what's important. But they know? definitely have to speak Arabic. Yeah. They'll speak Tagalog too. Yeah. And English, of course. Yeah. And then we'll find a fourth language. You know, speaking of languages, I was talking to my coworker from Kosovo and he was saying that his son is having a hard time speaking Albanian. He speaks English only. Yeah. It's because of the internet and Kokomelan and Miss Rachel and all that stuff. Uh-huh. So when I told him that I was speaking three languages when I was a kid, he actually told me it was easier for you because you were talking to people. You were right. around people. You weren't around the internet. Yeah. I was like, that makes so much sense. I mean, I mean, I guess I, I do. It is a, a our generation um, kind of can save humanity mm. <laughs> with who we raise up next. Yeah. Um, because, it you know, it is important. I grew up outside. I grew up outside. We grew up outside. The, the bike gang, mm. like everybody's bikes were at the playground, so you know what was going on. Like we jumping fences. Yeah. <laughs> we doing all types of things. So um, to an extent, we got to find that balance between um, letting them be outside and, and scrape their knees up a little bit yeah. and then figuring things out. Um, uh-oh, got a message. Um, but, yeah, culturally, that's, it's going to be interesting yeah. because – um, even though there'll be a third Filipino, a third 
Tanzanian, Omani, Emirati, and a third African American. And I gotta right. I gotta go do my twenty three and me yeah. or my African okay. ancestry, one of those things. Yeah. Right. But what's important too is that no matter what, they'll be black when people see them, right? Or or brown, because you know, in certain cultures you don't say black, but um and so that's gonna be that's gonna be the most important part is yeah. making sure that they know that when even though you got all these things mixed up into you, they might not accept you and it don't matter if they don't. Yeah, no, it yeah. don't matter. It don't matter at all. And so people accepting you don't up. really benefit you anything. It just you know, you just build some stuff. Even up. not accepting you doesn't really like do you harm. It's just it just sounds bad, but if you really think about it, people not accepting you is not really bad. I told you something to where you know I said after I say something or do something, I can't help how somebody else feels, yeah. and I can't let that affect me, right? Yeah, like that's 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 life. Yeah. Everything's about choices. Yeah, right. You got to make a choice about whether you let this or that impact the way you're gonna move forward. Yeah, right. So, but but what's going on within? Um, the ladies' world over here. We got. I seen you on TikTok going crazy. Like, what? What's some of the wild questions you're getting asked by those people on social media right now? Honestly, people don't even ask anymore. They just assume. <laughs> assume what? <laughs> they just assume, you know, things. Some people, because I'm not very traditional, some people think I don't have a father. Mm. Okay, right. wasn't thinking that one was coming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of comments are really bad, and I feel like you think it affects me, but it don't. Well, I mean, I wasn't. I was just asking about questions. I wasn't coming in here to give a breakdown <laughs> of TikTok comments. Most of them people don't even like exist. Yeah, yeah. I get a I get a lot of bad things. I don't know which one you want me to say because I I don't know what you get. That's the point. <laughs> I mean, you know, the common question: Why would you marry an American? Oh, that's that's I, I was talking about. Period. I mean, they don't ask you for makeup tips. Damn. Why? <laughs> are you talking about women? Well, period. No, people which, are not people interested asking in that. About that. They're really intrigued about my life and like my you know what do you call it? My nationality and my my husband and. Some people talk about our kids when our kids didn't exist back then. Yeah. So they're not interested in like what I do. <laughs> what what so tell me, because um I know you I know you always joke with me about yeah, you're a YouTuber too, but like I always feel like the podcast that Coach King and I do is a little bit different because I don't really care if we make any money from this. Like I'm not doing this to Me neither. Yeah, no, it's not the same about you. But I'm talking about like Coach King and I, we don't do this for the opportunity to make some money, right? Or we're not trying to like catch a wave and and be viral or nothing. Yeah. We're doing this because it's like a diary for us, you know, and it's cool. And we get to talk and our, our youngins get to see a different side of us. But, you know, I, the influencer thing here in Dubai, it's like. The bar is very low. It's weird, though. <laughs> It's weird to me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. But like, you know, you you grew up around here. You see how these things work and everything. Yeah. And so you got a different perspective of like what it could potentially be. So it's like, you know, what what has enticed you to think about maybe maybe you want to go out here and do that? Like, what about it was like, hmm, maybe I should be trying to do this instead. Well, it's because a lot of women that I follow are from America, the Western you know, mm -hmm. world, America, Europe. I found myself one time that I don't really like anybody from here. I don't have any, like if I want like some tips about sports, uh, sports, so tips about working out. That's not bad though. Or 
No, let me not lie. Yeah. I'm not looking for a sports tip. Um, you know, workout stuff or like advice about life or like, you know, you know, stuff like that. Like I don't have anybody to look up to here. Mm-hmm. Nobody's like giving advices. Nobody's helping the women or anything like that. Everybody's just very shallow, like makeup, restaurant, yeah. clothes, bags, shoes. And then the same ones recycled. Yeah. And I don't like that, you know. Yeah. And then I thought maybe I could be that person that talks about stuff, like talk, yeah. talks about talk about my Just experience, life. not anybody else's. Like I could share mine. And then when I started talking about me and you or my childhood, that's when a lot of women came to me and messaged me and was like thanking me for sharing. And they thought there was, you know, they're by themselves and stuff like that. They're alone. Sometimes women don't really need advices. Or, you know, don't really need much. Just someone who can, they can relate to is like enough for mm-hmm. them. So. I can't, I can't lie. I have my hesitation. What do you mean? I didn't, when you told me you wanted to be like, try to influence the thing. Mm-hmm. Being supportive, but I ain't really like it. Well, I didn't say I want to be an influencer. I, I, I know. I don't like that don't, word. I know. I don't either. Well. But, you know, technically, if you do those things, you actually got to have an influencer um was it visa or see you as well yeah and you got and it's labeled like that from the government right you gotta have that that business license right so i wasn't i didn't really like it when you said that you wanted to to do it one because i knew what the criticism was going to be like yeah i knew what people would be coming back and forth saying wild stuff and i knew how i would want to respond to it Mm mm-hmm Right. You know, but then on the other side is like, yo, that stuff is exhausting. Yeah. And you like unlike unlike doing what we do for Hoop Mountain and for um, Bridging the Gap, you got to pull yourself into that. Yeah. Like I'm for Hoop Mountain. My ideas are coming from basketball experience, what I see on the court, what I know these kids need. Boom, 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 boom. Bridging the Gap. It's news, it's conversations, it's things that's here, right? It's nothing that has to go deep into the personal space, yeah, right? Yeah. And so you giving the pieces and pieces of you out to the unforgiving world. Yeah. And it's a good chance that, you know, it may not pop, it may not do this, and people are so judgmental. It's like, is it is it worth it? Because I get exhausted. I mean, well, I pick and choose what I want to share anyways. Yeah, and then that's the know? things like you gotta you gotta yeah. be consistent yeah yeah so you gotta be consistent so then it's like can you really do this if you're not yeah sometimes it is hard like it is yeah. hard for me anyways to like share you know stuff about myself but when women come to you and like tell you about their own experience and how they feel and how yeah. what you said helped them yeah. that makes a big difference that yeah. makes it kind of easy and you see like oh yeah i need to talk more about it because there are other women out there that been through the same that I have and nobody, you know, guided them or is yeah. there for them. The the influencer stuff is dangerous. And then the there's just the the mic stuff is dangerous, you know. That um there's a guy, I won't say his name, but there's a guy who's really, really, really popular that does a lot of talking. Yeah. Ball headed guy. Right. Everybody knows him about mm-hmm. some things, right? And 
um, you know, intelligent sounding guy and all those type of things. But I remember vividly, I've had more than one of our young men in inside of our um, mm -hmm. um, class and stuff ask me about him. And I've even had a, a couple young ladies. And it's, it's so dangerous, right? And that's why the influencer stuff like bothers me because yeah. you don't have to have any real credibility to be out there giving people advice, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, behind scene, behind closed doors, you guys don't know this, but if my wife talks or wants to talk about something, she hates when I do it, but I always like pester her, but like, yo, did you read up on that? You know, like, boom, boom. She'll, she'll say to me, she's like, yo, why are you just questioning me? But it's just a natural habit because I know how dangerous it is for people to give out misinformation. Mm -hmm. And then we're just one, one video away from popping off and then people just going back and just like, yeah, I like what, what he said there or she yeah, said yeah. there. And then it just changes everything. Cause we don't, you gotta be careful who you get your messages from. No, the thing is I don't really give out like informations. I don't know, or talk about things. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like for example, when I was talking about us getting married, a lot of people were telling me, why are you encouraging Imati women to marry outside? <laughs> I was like, that is not the message I'm trying to send. What I'm talking about is my experience. Yeah. With my life and my husband. Yeah. I'm not telling women, hey, guys, go marry an American. It's great. You know, yeah. that's not what I mean. So, yeah, all yeah. I do is talk about my experience. Yeah. And then, but, but then, though, it's like I'm one of in basketball, we talk about um, how certain players get chosen to be leaders yeah. without asking for it. Mm -hmm. You're just good at what you do. And so the team rallies around you yeah. because they see how hard you work. But you don't necessarily have the soft skills to manage personalities, mm -hmm. right? But now everybody's looking to you to help them, calm them in those situations, right? Yeah. And so what I always said, um, and you do a great job with this too, is like those girls are going to come at some point, come looking for stuff, and then they're going to need other things. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, all right, you got them at the surface level, but what's what's what onion, what layer can we unpeel? To where you can be like, oh, dang, I can get this from her too. Or, boom, we can go here and we can get this. Because I, I know for me, I just like, if you're a mentor, you should be able to pass a couple books to somebody. Yeah. Right? Like, let's start putting that down into the influencer thing. Let's, let's be able to pass a couple books to somebody to help them move through some things. Right? Like, let's make that happen. And then you influencers or content creators, let's get a little bit more creative. I'm tired of seeing these same videos at food restaurants where, Habibi, this is great. You eat, you made this? Yeah. Come on, we got to do better. And businesses, you got to start paying for that stuff. <laughs> if you start paying for it, they'll do better. Mm -hmm. That's something that we learn real quick. Yeah. We don't pay for everything. If it's not good, you're not getting the money. You better go find it and mm -hmm. figure it out, right? Um, but, but that's it. So your your influencer space is done. Do you have a message for the youth out here? <laughs> that's what this I asked you the other day. You asked me? Uh, yeah. When I was on live when we were in Abu Dhabi. What's yeah. your message to the youth? Yeah. I don't like that. I'm not an influencer, first Tick of all. Listen, TikTok is a, a zoo. Yeah. It gets wild. crazy over there. It's wild. But it's kind of dope, though. The one thing that's scary about YouTube, I mean, TikTok, is the algorithm control. Like you've heard these stories about how yeah, Chinese TikTok is completely different from the rest of the world yeah. and everything. I even find myself getting lost in those things. I'm like, yo, I got to tighten up. 
I gotta get back to reading and stuff yeah. like this. Like, it's, it's making me a little bit nervous. But you and I, did you think you spent too much time on social media? Yeah, definitely. Okay, I'm glad you admit that on air. I do, yeah, but it don't really affect me. Oh. <laughs> if it do, then we'd be we'd be fighting. I wouldn't be married right now. You know, I would be all over the place, but it don't. I mean, I had to put a lot of game down for that to get oh, together. Oh, come on. I'm don't, just saying. don't. Don't. Don't do your, that. You got your feet on my table. Nobody has fine. ever I, done that. I clean it anyways. Oh, my goodness. This is so disrespectful. You see this, yeah. Ellie? You see this? King don't even do that. She put her feet on. She put. I know they I rick arms. Rest, I, I need to rest her, my feet. Oh, that's right. You are pregnant. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She it caught just, me. It can't just hang. She, she I need does, to rest put, it somewhere. She put the rick arms on the table. Oh, put, no, that's right. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. But, no, I'm not an influencer. Don't don't yeah. say that. I'm not. But but where where do you think that because um, everything has a cycle and everything changes right mm-hmm. and so like where do you see it pivoting like where is this where is this content game going? I honestly have no idea. For real? I have no idea. I mean, it's been like this for like ten, fifteen years now, because of like some women that I've been watching and they're still doing what they're doing. Some of them, they do eventually stop and get sick of, like, sharing everything in their lives. And sometimes they get lost, like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm doing type of thing. Because social media is already their lives. So in another 10, 15 years, I honestly don't know. I don't know where it's going. I don't know how it's going to be. Um, I know you don't know, but what do you think? Like I don't know. I don't think about it. Like I have my career that I think about, so it's not like I think about. I thought you wanted social... to get that up and go on influencer stuff. Who said that? We were talking about my career YouTube. the other day. YouTube, crazy. Right, you want to do YouTube? YouTube is just for fun. It's not like oh. I'm doing it as a career or to make me money. Yeah. I have my career that I really love. Okay. Yeah, I. Okay. Riot. Okay. <laughs> we were talking about it the other day. All right. Yeah. I ain't know that. I ain't yeah. know that. YouTube is just for fun. I just, you know, documenting stuff, editing and stuff. It's fun for me, but I don't want to make it a job job. I don't think so. Yeah. And we're very private. So, like, the stuff I show on, like, YouTube is just, like, the fun stuff. Like, oh, we ate here. We went there. We did this. But nothing really, like, deep or anything. Yeah. You know? So, we like, I can't keep doing that until we have kids and stuff. Because I might want to record, but my kids want privacy. And you're not even on my videos that much because you don't like being recorded. No. So it's got to like just me all the time. So yeah. it's not like a career that I want. Yeah. And we're not like a YouTube family or anything. Hell no. Can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. I just feel like it opens up so much negativity and possibilities for that like i just like to receive our blessings there's good and bad to it but it's not i don't think it's our thing it says in the quran there are a lot of things that have some good to it that's still not permissible yeah because too up too much of it will take you down yeah same thing too much of that like i don't want to be famous (laughs) yeah i want to be famous i want to be famous now this you know being on youtube it may seem like this but nah we just want to share some blessing talk a little bit you know what I'm saying? Get but I was telling games. you, if you are known for something good, like what you're doing, like for the youth and your podcast and talking about yeah. stuff, then that's something you shouldn't feel bad about. No, no, no. You're doing something good. So what I heard, what I heard about being in a GCC is that if if the sheikh and the, and the leadership 
hear about you guys doing something nice. They'll come down and see mm -hmm. you and things. And so who is our chick right now? Who's the leader? Oh, my God. Oh, I, I put her on I, I forgot his name. I put her on the spot. And so. Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed, I think. Sheikh Mohammed. I don't know. You got fact checker, please. <laughs> she's she's Emirati. This is embarrassing. Right? Yes, but hey, um, man, we're doing some good things down here, died, yeah. and we got some and we got some plans for your youth. So, come knock on the door, man. Uh, the president. I don't know. I don't know. Look, don't don't. He's not been Rashid. He's been Zayed. He's Zayed's son. Uh oh, listen, listen. I don't want to get in no trouble. Really? <laughs> don't start nothing over here. I I love the UAE. <laughs> Absolutely. You you'll be fine. Dhabi and all that. You know, that's Dhabi without the A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you watched Steve Harvey. Yes, Steve yes. Muhammad bin Zayed Al Nahyan. Oh, look, look y'all hear the accent pop up? Huh? I don't yeah, know. He's Sheikh. He's the Sheikh. Sheikh Muhammad bin Zayed Al Nahyan. You know, you you're from Saudi, man. You don't you don't know these parts, these ends. <laughs> So we're going into 2023. Yes. This will be, we're going into year number two. All right. We just got out of year one of marriage. Yeah. We're going into year number two. Going in with a child. It's new year. How do you feel about that? Are you nervous? About what? Having a child. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are you nervous about? Um, uh, Making them cry too much. Being too mean. Making her look like she's, you know, like you know, it's too spoiled. What? You know, it's just it's just you know, I'm I'm really, I'm no, I'm just I'm also curious mm -hmm. because, um, you know, you step into stepping into marriage is a little bit different, as an entrepreneur, different lifestyle, international. So, um, the foundation it takes a little bit longer for me for it to build. And so it's got to be a lot of patience, but even more so now, got to be even more disciplined, mm -hmm. so that things can grow the way they need to grow. Um, I just worry about like like schooling and and all those type of Education. things. Yeah, because you know I'm adamant. Like I, I want our child to be able to see black and brown mm -hmm. outside of the service industry. Mm -hmm. There aren't enough teachers here that look. Like me, there's a shortage of black or brown teachers, period, yeah. all around the world. But here, it's just non-existent. Yeah. Unless you go to one of those other lower tier schools, right? But then in the larger schools, like I don't want if our kid has a British accent, I'm sending him back or her he going, back. He going, he going to America. Yeah, he, he or she is going to America. She got or he got a British accent. I don't think I so. can't like, do we're it. We're gonna speak English to the. I can't do it. I can't. No, sir. Daddy. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> Mommy. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. What? No tomato. We're not calling cookies biscuits. Oatmeal. Yeah, we're not calling french no. fries chips. Yeah, none of that. Listen, we're not doing any of that. Like, what? Let's just make sure they don't watch Peppa Pig. I'm, I ain't worried about that. <laughs> you know, Snoop Dogg got nursery rhymes. Peppa so Pig we, is we, British, that's why. Yeah, with Snoop 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 Dogg got nursery rhymes. Janae I mean, I grew, I grew up with an American accent. They say so, they'll be fine. Yeah, because of yes, what I was watching. You watched MTV though. Yeah, yeah, that's the little Valley girl in there. Yeah. Uh oh, you see, you see that? That's that OC. 
<laughs> spring break. I don't know if I can say it, so I'm just not going to say it on your podcast. Yeah, you can't. Whatever you were going to say. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you later. He probably won't. You know, better. But 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 how 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 is it going now with friends? Is it's kind of like you got pregnant and then everybody around you is pregnant all of a sudden. Yeah. And when I announced like, I was around. pregnant, everybody told me they're pregnant. Too. Yeah, and so like pregnant it's like a, with baby number two or pregnant like as a new mom. It's like a breakfast club out here for pregnant women. Like, <laughs> like what's going on? What does that mean? Oh, you, you never seen the Breakfast Club, my bad. Uh, it's a movie, but what what is it like building that community? Because it's tough out here to do that because people are so transient. Yeah, I mean, it feels well. Right now, it feels great. It seems it seems like you lose one and you gain ten, basically. You know, Aww. as you yeah. <laughs> Why are you touching me? <laughs> what do you mean? You smacking me, going crazy. No, I mean, you know, I had a I went through a phase where I didn't talk to anybody or had any friends. I was really trying to be picky with who I talk to and who I share my time with and stuff but all of a sudden when I announced that I was pregnant a lot of women came and talked to me and said they were pregnant as well or pregnant again and stuff and we just started talking and I feel like I should have been friends with moms a long time ago because a lot of people tell me what a lot of a lot of people tell me that I have like mom tendency like you feel like a mom not a friend Sometimes, maybe because I baby all Talk the people. Talk That's what it is. You're always, you're always telling people what to do. I baby I baby people. You know, I'm not bossy like that. No, I'm just really caring. So the community I have right now is great. I'm really happy. Like, we share a lot of good and bad things together. They give they, they have given me a lot of tips. Some of them are really scary. Yes. On you, what about you, to happen. The <laughs> fellas, fathers out there. I don't know if it's just me. But the number of unsolicited tips and warnings I get out of nowhere. You gotta know. We we might just be sitting down watching. I might be watching basketball. We might have been playing a game. Nothing out of nowhere. Babe, do you know my entire boob can fall off? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Like, like That's my true. Do you know that my stomach can rip if this happens? And yeah. Do you know if I sleep like this, the back of my head can roll off my shoulder? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I mean, men got to know that, though, because some I'm, men... I'm sitting here thinking, like, do I need to know that? Yes. Like, we're going to have an entire doctor, a room full of doctors. Yes, still. Because I feel like men just think, like, a woman being pregnant is so easy, especially if she's pregnant second, third, fourth time. I don't, but, I don't know about all that. But like, each time is different. So the fact that I'm a first time mom and like I don't know anything about being pregnant. Yeah, yeah. So as I'm learning, I'm teaching you as well. And if you have a daughter and I'm not around, for example, you would know like she tells you, oh, dad, I feel like this. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, baby, that's normal. She's going to tell know? me or her husband. Yeah. going to tell me. I'm going to be retired on vacation. Yeah. I'm going to be on that beach house in yeah. Portugal. We're talking well, about <laughs> We'll make sure our kids are comfortable talking about anything. So they're going to go to dad or whatever. Inshallah. You know what I mean? So it's it's nice for you to know that as well. So you would know what your mom went through with you as well. It's a different era. It's a different breed of women these days. My mom was gangster. We don't do no epidurals. You you don't want me to get epidural. I don't know why. I wouldn't. I, I would see. I, 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 what I want does not matter. I'm about to say. I know. I was about to say. But I just feel like... um. 
I just don't trust medicine all the time. That's it. Like, I don't know what the side effects are going to be, but I also know that, you know, it's it's really tough delivery. But uh, giving the, the, giving birth on your back, I don't think that's the best form or shape for yeah. the baby to come out either. Like, if, if I had say so then we would do uh, a natural birth of the, what the, what they call the dollar the water yeah within there and then uh, midwife and all those other things yeah, but, but my doctor said she doesn't do that yeah they don't do that here yet but mm-hmm. i think that would be better for you and the baby as long uh, as the i would i would have to be way more involved which i have no problem with that but i think that would be like as long as the baby's healthy yeah yeah but but even after effects like you know epidural is like a, it's a shot of fentanyl in your back mm-hmm. that is I it's just know, down below it doesn't go to but your that's absolutely stream. crazy though like it's when you talk about if you, no but with fentanyl if you smell it you can overdose and die mm. Like, like we just shooting people up with that, and and that fat, that fentanyl shot. Costs, I mean, a lot it of costs women, a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of women say it's a blessing in medicine but, to have that. So yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. you can only imagine what that is, what yeah. how that I mean, how that feels for a woman delivering and yeah. then getting a shot of that and being being numb. Yeah, but it's, I have my my friend said the first time I told you first time she had a baby. Um, they wouldn't give no medicine. Her. No, she didn't do the epidural, and she said she could hear her bones crack. Yeah, literally. I mean, it's just a reminder that God is real. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that you can endure that type of pain—it's gangster. I'm, I'm gonna pass out. Superhero. I'm gonna pass out. Yeah, and you, you're not a good. Uh, you don't have a high tolerance of pain. I do. It's just that cap. I, I. Oh, trust me. Big cap. Trust me. Yeah. But I just. You know, not not delivering a human being. Man, let let your finger get chipped a little bit. Like, yo, what happened? No, not delivering. I can't. Yeah. I'll pass out. Well, well, how how how's your dad and mom feel? Maybe grandparents. <laughs> well, I remember telling my dad, and he started crying on the phone, uh, which, which made me cry as well. Oh. Yeah, I was gonna go to him and surprise him and everything, but yeah, he called. Do you you new mothers that take the pregnancy stick that you peed on and, no, and put it in a box? The stick to put it in a box and say surprise. I was like, gonna show him the, the picture, the ultrasound, but I didn't have time. Like, you know, he called me and he was like, because I thought that I was sick that time when I got checked. So he was checking on me, like, "Are you okay? Everything fine?" I was like, oh, "I'm pregnant," and then he just started crying. So he's very happy. It's his first grandchild. Yeah. Shout out! Shout out to uh, what we say, Abu Muhammad. Yeah. Oh, you learned that. Come on good. now, it's, big big dog retired. Yes, yeah, so you know what I'm saying. He said this is the best year ever because yeah. he retired and then now I'm pregnant, and yeah. so he's very happy. Yeah. Shout out to him, man. Well, you're welcome. How does your mom feel? She she chilling. My mom just said, "I hope you have. A, I hope it's a boy." She wants a boy. Because my, my younger brother, J-Mo, he already, we have a niece. Baby P. Baby P, Peyton. Mm-hmm. And then my cousin, who's just a month older than me, almost exactly a month, she has a girl as oh, well. Oh, the picture she sent? Yeah, oh, and the Christmas yeah, one. Um, Raya. Raya is her name, I believe. Nice. Raya or Raya, one of the two. Yeah. Uh, but she, uh, and so, you know, as a daughter, so my mom's like, it's too much estrogen around here. Mm-hmm. So you better have a boy. I said, okay. We'll see. We'll see. A lot of people are saying it's a boy, but then when they start seeing my stomach, 
because my I have a belly now, so people are saying it's a girl. So now it's kind of equal. It's not like it's we not got, like in the beginning. We got to name him or her. I think that with the girls' names, we're fine. Yeah, yeah, we're fine with that. With the boys' names, it's gonna be difficult. Kind of hard. Cause I I, I don't want a, a crazy um a, a super local name. Arabic, not local. You don't yeah, want Arabic name. there are there are local names though. That's for sure. But I don't want to. Yeah, that's true. I can't. I can't. We we can't do that. You wanted um? Should I say his name? You wanted Nasser in the beginning. Nas, but I I say like Nasir. Yeah, we don't say Nasir. Yeah, you gotta say something. I'm thinking Nasir. You know, Godson. In Arabic, Shout out to the Nas. word is Arabic, so it's Nasser. Yeah. Okay. I'm nicknamed Nas, but you know, get all that. That other stuff. So I'm like, yep. go we just it. have to make sure we name a baby something you can pronounce. I can pronounce whatever. It's just about how you guys think things are supposed to be. You know. Yeah, because you got to think about it because they live here. So their name got to make sense here and in America. It only got to make sense to, them, to him or her. And then you just make them understand what your name it's is. It's something that they, it will be with them forever. Forever. It's going to have strong meaning. Forever, yeah. yeah, strong meaning. The meaning will be strong. Yeah, I, I correct people all the time. My name is not Rayon. Yeah, but then you found out what Rayon means in Arabic. I know what it means, but I'm yeah. saying that's my name is not Rayon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's, it ain't spelled that way, but you know, it's it's, it's a good thing. So, um, now New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you're looking looking to change, looking to lock in on? Yeah. Um. Since I'm not good at sports <laughs> and I'm not good at basketball, I do want to make sure that I work out and I continue working out forever. It's not just like a phase to lose weight or anything. It's something that I want to do to be active and healthy and to show our kids as well that, you know, even if mom is not into sports, at least she's still like active and yeah. doing something. Yeah, I'm of sure course. Kill it. Oh, thanks. You're so nice sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. And then, you know, just regular stuff, just, you know, being, eating healthy, um, taking care of myself and doing better for myself, like career wise. Mm. Hopefully I excel and I push through to be something more, inshallah, you know, inshallah. gotta have a plan. Yes. Gotta have a plan. Gotta be able to see it. Yeah. I'm trying to cook more. And just enjoy my time with my little family. Yeah. I'm trying to cook more. I would love that. I'm trying to read my books. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten through my books the way I wanted to. I want to cook more, read my books. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like I like things. I like things. Tell me about it. You know what I'm I like things. I like watches. Mm-hmm. I like shoes. We got to get a new. Hey, we gotta, speaking of watches, your birthday is coming up. We got some time. <laughs> we got some time. It is coming <laughs> There's up. a lot of things coming before then. By the time you know it. Yeah, it's a lot of things coming before then, but... But listen, we got to get up out of here. This is a special episode. This is a little bit more. This is like we're giving you extra. This wasn't in the contract, but we just wanted to knock it out anyway. Mm-hmm. And so the way we wrap up everything is we do a post-game wrap-up. You know, you've seen the stuff. And it's always a gem that we lead the people with, you know, trying to show some love, trying to let people get a little insight, maybe leave them with something, a little nugget that they can sit with. Me on and, spot. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what's your what's your one thing for the post-game wrap-up that you want to give to the people? Personally, based off of my experience, um, <laughs> I would just say just always be yourself. Don't worry about other people 
not liking you or talking about you it honestly doesn't matter you know um you being different color wise or you know face feature body whatever it doesn't make you a bad person you know so just always be yourself and if people don't like you then go find people that actually like you and want to be around you and respect you so Mm -hmm. that that. respect word that's the one right there um man i think uh going in this this the first wrap-up of the year um and so now this is the year of opportunity new opportunity you made it another 12 months so um it's something i said before but use this opportunity don't let it pass you by because one thing life will do it will learn you some shit (laughs) so take the advantage of your youth and your time take advantage of your opportunity um and use this newfound space in this new year for new beginnings you know you're the artist you're the main character in your movie so Mm -hmm. let's write it out um btg nation that is all for the first episode of the new year for my beautiful co-host, my wife, Jamila. Coach King will be back. I'm not replacing him. He will be back. He's out there globe trying right now. But also be on the lookout because I'm hitting, we're hitting the ground rolling with some guests. I'm about to start knocking them out. They're coming in. They're coming in with some heavy hitters. And so um, be on the lookout for some new things for the second half of the season. Um, and you guys know how it is. Keep it real, keep it simple, and keep going. Player and coach, the brother, the brother. They both got views that you need to discover. From sports, current events, to just life talk. Whether you on a fast break or a nice walk, gotta tune in. You already know, G. This BTG Nation, and you one of the homies. Just tune in. You already know, G. BTG Nation, the other ones in the nosebleeds.